When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. My name is Dan Vernon and I'm joined by my colleague Ashley Priest. Ash, how are you, mate? Yeah, all good, mate. It's all come through. It was quite. I told you to be box office. It was quite a box office, wasn't it? The, the whole tease, then Perslo sitting down live. It's been a. <laughs> Very dramatic uh, last half an hour, hasn't it? And just, just saying that, Perslow sitting down and speaking, that's an unprecedented thing. I've not seen a, a club CEO jump on a, a live stream as a, a transfer announcement made to give clarity. But to be fair to him, and to be fair to Aston Villa, they've handled this very well. We all needed a bit of clarity on things, a bit of communication, so that's great to see. For those that have been living under a rock, Jack Grealish has finally moved to Manchester City for a world record, uh, not a world record, a British record for a British player. Uh, 100 million pounds. Um, this podcast is probably going to be a bit all over the place, a bit of a mess. We are live on Facebook and YouTube as it stands, so keep your comments coming. There's loads of people watching already. This is our initial thoughts, I would guess, as much as anything. There's not going to be too much analysis here on, on what the future holds. That'll be future podcasts in the coming week or so before the season starts in nine days' time or whatever it is. So first of all, how are you feeling about, about this move now it's all official? And my feelings are to sum up, you know, that I feel yeah, a dream come true to play for Man City. That, that them, them words from Jack are quite stinging, really. Um, Christian Perslow was quite for, forward with his response as well. He said Jack signed that contract last September, um, insisting that a Champions League club come in, £100 million mm. agreements there, he, he wants to go. So he's had that in the back of his mind ever since then. I think Villa underestimated a club coming in for £100 million. City have done that. He's done Dusty. I think it's clear Jack wanted to move on. Um, so, yeah, um, just proves Lords has long gone in the game. Yeah, just feeling really pretty raw about it all the way it's all come out and City's, the way City have unveiled it. But Christian Perso, very classy there. Not many mm-hmm. CEOs do that, you know, coming live, speaking to fans so openly like that and explaining their reasonings. Very, very crystal clear communications. Um, very classy, like I've said. And yeah, just struggling to take it all in, to be honest. Uh, I really am. Um, bit of a whirlwind this last half an hour. Um, obviously, with the messy stuff, and then you're thinking, is Jack going to get announced? Then it does get announced. And just seeing his, his interview there, I think it's quite clear. Maybe I underestimated his, his motives in the summer. I, I, I thought it'd be a difficult decision for him based on the, those people I've spoken close to him. I'm just wondering, was it difficult now, Jack? Was it a difficult decision? It probably wasn't, given, given the. What, what he said we'll never know until I speak to him personally which we'll see we'll see but well but yeah I think he wants to move on that, that's been we'll, uh, we'll get him on the podcast when he's 40 like we did with Gareth Barry and ask him whether he regrets <laughs> August 5th 2021 um yeah it's uh I'm going to kind of preface this whole podcast with this is our two's opinions there's hundreds and thousands of other fans that will, will be watching this podcast either live or after the fact that will share and hold different opinions I kind of want to get out of the way that everyone will handle this scenario differently that I'm 
might not be that bothered about it. I might be upset. I might be angry. I might be happy he's gone. Very, you know, there'll be lots of different opinions across the fan base. So I don't want people to be going at each other in the comments that, you know, if you disagree that someone isn't bothered about him leaving, everyone's opinion is different. I, I tweeted the other day when the, the bid was that first come in that I'm less upset than I thought I would be. I don't know why that is. I thought, you know, if you'd asked me a year ago, the thought of Jack Grealish leaving, I'd be broken up about that. But as it stands now, seeing him in the shirt just and it, the interview and he's beaming smile whilst he's speaking about it being a dream to play for Man City and can't turn down, turn down Pep Guardiola and, and winning trophies and all that kind of stuff, that does sting a bit. But I'm not as gutted and as heartbroken as I thought I would be because Villa is still moving in a positive direction and that's some kind of silver lining to hold on to. I, I am. I feel like I've had my stomach ripped out. You know, really? like, okay. Yeah, I really have. Yeah, it's just the way it is. And that's how I'm feeling. That's my instant feeling. I think I feel a bit cheated by it all and whatever. But um, really, I've moved on. Dan, like you say, Christian Perth made some interesting comments about buying three attack, attacking players with the Grealish money. He said they've done that, which hints at probably no more activity in an attacking sense. Bailey, Ings, and obviously uh, Buendia. So we'll see. I'm excited to see Villa move forward without Jack. We over reliant on him for too long now, mm. and um, I think it could be it could be a good thing, you know. Out of all of it, it could be a really good thing, and we move forward together. There's a freshness to this, to this Villa look, uh, Villa side now, Villa squad, and I'm excited by that. But yeah, you asking me how I'm feeling, I feel like I have my stomach ripped out. I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought Jack was here to stay forever, I really did. Um, but he's yeah, he's, he's chose to move on um, and walk away. So see you later, I guess. There'll be some people that probably will watch this and think we're deluded for me saying I'm not, I don't feel in this moment now, I don't feel that heartbroken about it. And, and you saying we're, we could go on to be better without him. Some people watch that and go, better with Jack Grealish, we'll be relegated. You know, obviously, in all comments already saying the best we can hope for is 15th. We can't write off a 38 game season just because of players left. We've signed four, is it four players? Bailey, Buendia, Ings, uh, three. Maths all over the place. There's some three players there that Perslow said about they were never going to replace Jack with one player. You can't replace a, a, a player of Jack's quality like for like, one in, one out. They've identified what Grealish brought on the pitch and took those attributes and signed Bailey, Brendia and Ings to make up for what Jack brought to the team. And we've said for ages that we've been way too reliant on him and you take Jack Grealish out of the equation and, and Villa struggle and Villa suffer. So I understand why people are saying we're going to be in trouble next season, but you take it, you removing the fact that we've just spent ninety million on three players and hopefully a better team unit for the sake of Grealish, Grealish going. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just blown away by it. All to be fair, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know. There's a chance we play a different style of football. We've talked about this. It, it, it doesn't mean it's going to be a, one, a change from a one up front to a two up front to a three at the back to a four at the back. But we might be more fluid. We might be a bit more quick, uh, a bit more quick, a bit quicker on the ball. There's been, you know, we've had commentary from pundits in the past saying that Grealish slows the da- game down and wins fouls and breaks the game. Maybe we'll be a bit more fluid. Maybe we'll be quicker thinking and one two short passing and. And that will be different for Dean Smith's side. I think we'll be more of a team as well. I think this squad of players will want to prove Jack wrong now. They want to go out there and say, "You've gone. We're going to we're going to move on without you. We're going to we're going to look bit, we're going to be even better without you." Let's prove Jack wrong. What he was wrong to walk away. I think Conta, Toro, Mings, John McGinn, big leaders. Do you know what mm. I mean? I think they want they want to get one over on on their old mate, as it were, and really kick on and make make, make really jealous of what's going on at Villa Park. Imagine imagine Jack watching Villa from home, um, and he's rocking down Villa Park. How are you feeling there? It's gonna be, it's gonna hurt. So, um, so yeah, that's how I'm feeling. 
But fair play to Jack. It's a professional career move for him. I think he's going to. I think he's going to kick on big style. I've said future Ballon d'Or winner. He could. He could easily do that under Pep and whatever. So, so yeah. But I think the squad. I think let's, let's go and prove. Let's go and prove it wrong. Let's go and do it. Let's go and hmm. get them. Get them good. Them nights back at Villa Park. And let's, let's get some wins on the board early doors and let's let's shake it up. I'm really excited to see Leon Bailey for one. Yeah, me too. And Ings goal machine. Um, Watkins as well, Buendia, it's he's it good. Um, the squad is taking shape. Perza said the, the strength in depth there now as well. And just like the fact, I think they'll be more of a team. I think they want to play for each other now. The main man's gone, and um, they want to prove a point. I really, really feel that. So, so yeah, yeah, um, that's how I'm feeling. Really, I, I want to prove him wrong. That's, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, it's um, it's just strange, isn't it? Because as much as it again, preface all this, Jack Grease is a brilliant footballer. I'm not going to now sit here and go, oh, he wasn't that good or he was overrated or anything. He's gone for £100 million. It's a massive fee for Villa. It's a massive fee for football. He will be a big miss to us for what he brought to the pitch and he was the poster boy and all the rest of it. But every summer and every transfer window, we have this thing hanging over us of what if it's now. In 2018, he was on the brink of Spurs, but if it wasn't for the new owners, he'd have gone then and he'd have probably been quite happy to go to Spurs because they were they were decent back then, weren't they, a couple of years ago? I think they got to the, the Champions League final after 2018. So they've been a, a good good club that he could have gone to. Last season, before we signed the contract, it was talk of Man United for 40 million, 50 million. It was in January and in the summer. And let's face it, if he hadn't signed that deal, he probably would have gone for a lot less than 100 million to Man United last year. And then he signs a contract going, well, I didn't really know where I was going to be. I'm, I'm here at Villa now. This is my future. So what you're saying there is if a bid had come in, you'd have left last year. Yeah. And then That's we're here today that, that you've got a release clause in there saying, right, I'll sign this deal. But if a Champions League comes in for me, a Champions League club comes in for me, and that's not just Man City or Liverpool, that, that could have been Arsenal sneaking to fourth and they come in with 60 million and he's open to go and talk to them and Villa don't stand in the way. So they put that clause in there. We talk about the owner's ambition and people are questioning whether they've you know, just accepted the first bid that's coming for him. This was all pre-agreed last year, 100 million gets him. And he goes and he goes because he wants to win trophies. And it is a, it is all a bit bitter, isn't it? It's a bit a bit bittersweet. Some people want to some people want to wish him well and thank him for the memories. And I've just seen the Villa have posted like a three-minute emotional video thing and it's just on. I'm not watching that. I don't. I don't feel that kind of connection anymore. He's no. now just a Man City player. He's not yes. nothing to do with it anymore. Seeing him in the blue shirt doesn't look the same. It, I don't know. It's yeah. just strange. I, I don't know how I feel about it all. He's just, um, just an. He's just another great Villa player that we had, and we don't have him anymore. I, I don't know what his legacy is now. People talk about legacy. People call him a, a Villa legend and stuff, but he got us promoted and kept us up and. That's it, really. It is the facts of it. He came, he saw, he conquered, didn't he? He's moved on. So it's, yeah, it's good memories, like you say, and we move, move, we move forward, don't we? And I'm hoping, hoping this, this season can be really, really good one. Fans back in Villa Park, business being done early, money being spent, and um, like Perzo said, there's, there's plenty to be excited about. So forward to the season. It starts in watched over a week's time. So. We move on, don't we, without him? Um, yeah. It's just a shame how it's all come to you. I, I, I didn't think he, based off the interview just then, I think it was all, he was set on moving. Um, so mm. From last year, let's face it, let's be honest with yeah. ourselves and take our current blue specs off for a moment. He signed a contract last September for five years saying, look, if a big club in the Champions League, big club, whatever you want to call it, they come in for me, let me go, I want to go. That's the facts of what was in that release clause. And to be fair, I probably thought last year, as much as we all rate him, 100 million, maybe no one will afford that 
maybe next year we can keep hold of him. And with the pandemic coming along, maybe they thought no one's going to pay 100 million for him. And if he hadn't been, had such a good season, it wouldn't have been 100 million that had got him. Man City wouldn't have paid that. So Villa have done the, the best they could to try and keep him here. But his head ultimately has thought, if I can get away here and go and play in the Champions League and win trophies, I want to do that. People will say, is he a proper Villa fan and stuff like that? I think he is. I think his family's Villa through and through. He's grown up watching the club. To say he's not a Villa fan, he's just a bit sour, I think, at the way the situation's unfolded. But some people will say, is he a proper Villa fan for leaving and saying, my dream was to play for Man City? Because it wouldn't be, would it, when he was growing up dreaming of playing football, Man City would be nothing. <laughs> so it's only a dream in recent years because they're successful now. So yeah. it's, it's all just a bit sour to me. I'm, I don't feel upset I was feel disappointed really because he could have gone on to do great things with Villa and yeah. we're at the peak of something here uh, at the start of a, a peak hopefully and for your best player to walk away and say oh, I, can, I can easily go and win with Man City essentially is kind of rubbers me up the wrong way yeah Jack will always be a fan he said that in his in his leaving departing message so I expect him to be in the whole ten sometimes well in the down future years probably not, not too soon yeah <laughs> but um, yeah, I think yeah, it'll be a fan. be cheering the boys on from home now and whatnot. And I just, yeah, I think it'd be a good good carrot for Villa, the Villa squad to prove him wrong, to prove everyone wrong. Now they can move forward without him um, and really go at it next season. So I'm looking forward to that aspect of it to prove him wrong, to prove you know what I mean. Um, that's a good way of looking at it. And yeah, tough to take, but um, we've got to move on, haven't we? Not you saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the general consensus in the comments here. I don't know if people can sum up with like a one-word assessment of how they feel yeah, about be- about the situation. That'd be good, and I can kind of quickly scan them because the comments are coming through so fast. Um, whilst you do that, I will read Jack's statement. It's I won't be having my eyes on the comments for a second, as it's very long. Um, he says, I've been at Aston Villa for 19 years and I've been a fan my whole life. I've come up through the ranks and captained my club back to the top tier of English football. It's impossible to put my feelings into words, but I'll try. When I first came to Villa, I had my own personal dreams, ambitions, like getting into the first team, scoring my first goal and scoring the winner in a derby. And it wasn't until we got relegated that I felt a greater sense of purpose. Every time I put on the Villa shirt, I played with my heart on my sleeve. Being given the armband was both a privilege and an honour for me and my family, and I've loved every minute. I want to thank the manager and my teammates. I'll never forget everything we've achieved together and to the fans who have supported me through everything. I can't thank you enough. To all my coaches and all the people who work at the club behind the scenes who have done so much for me over the years, thank you. I'll always be a Villa fan. I love this club with all my heart. I hope you understand my reasons for seeking a new challenge. The club are in great hands. The manager, the lads, the new signings coming in. It's an exciting time to be a Villa fan. And I read all that and I think, well, why didn't you stay then? <laughs> oh. I know you can go to Man City and win every trophy under the sun, but if you're a Villa fan who's excited about the project and lay down those things about good owners, good managers, good fans, good new signings coming in, why walk away now? Why not wait another year and then go? I know you can get a bad injury and then the, the move never happens and maybe this is his last chance of playing for Man City if his shins don't give out first. Please, but, but why, why not wait another year? He's waited and waited, hasn't he? He waited got, in 2018. He waited. You got relegated. You got him back. You kept him in the league. You got him into Europe and then you leave. Maybe some people would say that if you get into Europe, that'd be worse leaving than now. But I don't know. It's just the whole thing's weird. The whole thing's we'll, just strange. We'll get, we'll get used to it. Um, it's a new era for Villa now. And yeah, looking forward to the season. And, but yeah, it's weird. It's just, it, it'll take a couple of days to sink in. Probably even longer than that. But... Uh, yeah, Jack's long gone now, so forget about it. forget about him in a sense, and we concentrate on 
on this this upcoming season with European qualification on the aim. So yeah, it's um tough to tough to summarise at the moment with what's going on and yeah, intriguing. It's going to be intriguing. There's a lot of people saying the word betrayed. It seems to be the the most popular word. Um, how do you how do you feel about the way this whole thing's been handled? Because first of all, we have them in the kit launch, the home kit launch, which was what three weeks ago or something like that. Yeah. Which was filmed back in May, I think May or June. If you've signed this thing knowing that there's a good chance Man City are going to come in for you, why are you in the kit launch? And maybe that's not his decision. Maybe he didn't want to be in it. But then I feel like the club should be doing should have been smart. I'd think, well, let's leave him out of it because he wasn't in the away kit launch when it was all a bit further along. And then he's walking around open training, taking photos with fans. And yeah, he's got to be professional and turn up. But Harry Kane hasn't. He could have just. Instead of moving to down Thursday, he could have moved on Monday and not even turned up to training. Just the whole way it's been handled before now, and I'm not blaming Villa for any of this because they've just released a, the statement from Perslow. I don't know what they were trying to do. Were they trying to prolong it to try and make him change his mind? Were they trying to you know prompt a bit of backlash from the fans so then Jack could think, oh, Christ, maybe I, I shouldn't no. be leaving here? It's, it's I don't know. It's not the club's fault. No, no. They didn't expect City's coming with 100 million straight, straight off the cuff. I think they, they thought... Harry Kane's their priority. When I signed that eleven months ago, um, I didn't think they—I don't think they envisage a, a club coming in for Jack, especially after he had three months of the season off as well with yeah. injury. Um, that would have put clubs off. And Perslow even admitted clubs came in for Jack at the, t- the table bid, bids below the hundred million pound mark, which obviously turned away. So, and yeah, um, yeah, I mean that's that's the way it is. I mean, I think I, don't, I think Villa. Underplayed City's City spending power, as it were. I don't think the, the storm coming in, especially with the pandemic as well, and prioritising number nine. They've gone for Jack. They've gone all out for Jack. Mm. Six-year contract, is it? Number ten yeah. shirt. He's their pin-up boy now. He's all over their socials, and I think City are going to enjoy him. But I think that I've said this in a piece. If you want to read it, it's um, I think Jack is tinged with disappointment, regret. Um, I think he's a bit. I think I think he is. I think there's a Villa fan in him that's, that's hurting a little bit. Moving on, I, I really do think that. And I think it that'll be that will be that them feelings when when he's watching Villa for, um, on the box, um, scoring goals. The whole thing's rocking. I think that'll be sadness there. So, but yeah, is it moving on to bigger and better things? I guess Champions League and all that. About the sounds of that deal last September, he, that was always on his mind. So that, that's the that's the disappointing thing that he's always planning it. Um, so yeah, like you say, um, he's waited in 2018. He, he said, Yeah, committed himself then again in 2020. Third time lucky, he's gone. So, um, yeah, just yeah, hard to take in. Dan, how, how do you think he'll react to the reaction that he's had from Villa fans? Again, the comments are all very different. Some people are saying, What, what do you mean, Villa legend? Some people are saying, Yes, he is a Villa legend. The snake emojis everywhere. There's people sending him some horrible tweets, to be fair, that I've seen today. How do you think he'll react to that? Because we're, we're all on the same side, essentially. Yes, he's not a Villa player anymore, but he's still, well, up until a few hours ago, one of our own. To be abusing him is wrong. We've talked about that plenty of times, but that reaction won't be nice for him, will it? Mm. Yeah, I think he'll always be one of our own, man. We need to soften up a little bit, he will, but he can't not love Jack. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think he'll, he'll... I don't think he'll be reading it, to be honest. I think he's he'll keep his close circle around him. I think all his friends and family should be should be over the moon for him. I really do. It's a massive deal. Dan, let's not forget this first hundred million yeah. pound player. Record broke a record here. He hasn't even played hundred Premier League games yet. He hasn't even played in Europe yet. So yeah. he'll feel just getting started. Congratulations to him and his family. They've worked so hard to get where they are now. From Knox County, 
and then, then trips with the youth team. Do you know what I mean? He's here now, and I think he's going to make a big statement in the Champions League and for England from here on in. It's just a shame he's, he's not a Villa, but oh, so I'm excited to see what Villa have got now. Bailey and all them who come in, exciting new era. And yeah, without Jack, and, <laughs> I feel good, I feel gutted to be fair, but what can you do? It's still still hurting me a little bit, but I'm sure I'll get over it tomorrow. <laughs> or not <laughs> well we'll see what we're going to do this season if we have a great season without him then yeah this you quickly move on don't you, you do, um, yeah. what do you make of Perzo's comments just to end because it, it is getting late and we've got so so much work to do I think we'll we'll be reflecting on what happens for Villa next over the next couple of podcasts that we do leading up to the start of the season um, Perzo's comments people are starting to, to read into it that he said about we've replaced him with Ings, Buendia and Bailey does that mean no more incomings I don't personally see it that way. I still think we'll we'll sign. I don't know whether we'll sign another kind of attacking midfielder, left forward, number ten uh, type player. But I wouldn't say that's the end of our incomings. And still need a big centre centre mid in there for me. And just in terms of be linked as well. So I'd still imagine two more, maybe maybe three, if a, if a good deal becomes available. I don't think that's the end of our spending. Well, I think so as well. There'll be a couple more in, um, like you say, defensively, midfield, and possibly a backup keeper if needed. Yeah. But- but yeah, I think I think I'll, I'll carry on. I think it's been a an immense window. The Danny Ings this time yesterday, he's out, he was out the blue, wasn't he? Ings mm. didn't, didn't even tell his family. So, Johan Lango with the with the master stroke there. I think they contacted Ings on as recently as Sunday with their interest and bidders accepted. Bosch is up there, done deal, twenty five million pound rolling to thirty. So yeah, um, there's a good young squad there as well. Dan, don't forget Wally Watkins, Matty Cash. They're bedded in now. They've got a a year behind them in the Premier League, they're going to be much better next season. Yeah, the kids coming through as well, Louis Barry and all them. And Dean Smith referenced that in his in his Ings statement yesterday about Ings bringing them on. And I mean, the FAU Cup winner, so they've got, they've got the talent coming through. The next Jack Grealish, as it were. So that, that's a really real positive. And and yeah, um, in terms of incomings, a couple more. Perhaps can't see Villa going massively now, but like I say, they've got hundred million pounds. They spent a chunk of that with the Bailey and Ings deals going through and. If the season was to start now, I think I'd be I'd be happy. I'd be I'd be content. Mm. Um, but yeah, a couple more. We'd make the squad much more better. It would improve the squad depth, as it were. And yeah, we'll see how we go from there. But I'm I'm quite pleased with the business we've done. Yeah, and I still think there'll be a little bit more as well to to kind of really cement that starting eleven and 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 push on for Europe because that'll still be the aim, won't it? That'll still be what Villa want to do. They're not just going to right off the season and, and mope around and think, oh, Jack Grealish has gone, what do we do now? They've said that they'd be planning for, for this day to come anyway. Dean Smith, Johan Langer, they knew last September that this day would come at, at some point. So just to say that, oh, Villa are, are in the mud now because they've sold their best player, they'll, they'll be all right. I still think they'll be all right. And this could all look very silly in six weeks' time. We've lost the first four or five games, but it's football, isn't it? Well, Villa will still be here, fans will still be here and we move forward. Yeah, so hundred mil, hundred million pounds. Let's not forget, broken a British record transfer area. Um, it's no mean feat in itself, and that we were invested we're in good hands. You know, remember the owners, the play, the money, in, mate, and that they'll continue to do that for the um, for the for the club. So you can't you can't say otherwise. And yeah, I think we're in good hands. I really do. And it's up. Yeah, I was hoping for a good start to the season and build that momentum like like we did last season, and then. Take it into the new year and see where we end up. So, so yeah, just, just intrigued to see when Grealish returns to Villa Park in November, just how that's going to play out. Oh, that, that'll probably hit me then. It's been like, this is 
pretty grim now to sit but although we might be flying by october <laughs> who knows we might be in the form of our life by then but seeing him back at villa park in an opposition kit will be uh will be strange after seeing him claret blue for so long yeah. um just quickly before we wrap up have you got like a good memory of him is there anything you want to you know we've been very negative about him leaving and people will just say oh he doesn't play for us now forget him but he's provided us with some good memories over the years yeah yeah Straight away, the St Andrews one sticks out, getting thumped yeah, from right. behind, getting the winner. He loved that. His best day of his life was the quote. Um, I don't, I'm not sure scoring the winner for City against United with the best day of his life, but um, yeah. So, so many memories. The volleys, the, just the goals he scored, the, the assists, and regrettably leaves not winning a cup with Villa. Mm. That's, that's that's shame, really. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't doesn't leave Villa with a leaves Villa without without a trophy. Um, but yeah, I mean he's done. Remarkable to to up, up Villa to where they are now. He's dragged them up single-handedly, as it were. I'd say so. And and yeah, loads of good memories of Jack. But he's just just all come down to another one that's passed through. Another good player. He's not no longer here. So um, we move forward. And um, yeah, interesting how the how the fans are feeling. I think it's quite mixed mixed bag, isn't it? Really. Yeah, very. We go from there, but, but yeah, loads of good memories of Jack. And shame he couldn't build on build a legacy for himself. You know what I mean? Just another player now, I guess, and will he move on then? Think he'll ever come back? Five years' time, he comes back in his 30s to see us out winning a, an FA Cup or something? Never say never, do you? <laughs> could easily see that, couldn't you, to be fair? but uh, I don't know whether fans would want him back, the way they, they, everyone feels at the moment. No. They say never go back, don't they? So, um, yeah. perhaps, perhaps we'll see what, see, what, see what happens until then. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah I'm feeling quite deflated, really, about it all, but we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll call it a day there. It's, we've done 25 minutes of our instant reaction. Maybe we'll feel differently in the coming days. Maybe I will be more upset about it. But as it stands, as of right now, seeing him in a Man City shirt makes me feel a bit sick. But beyond that, I'm still excited for Villa to, to really put something together here. And I, I think they've recruited well and we'll see how they do on the pitch. Just a reminder, everyone will handle this situation differently. Please don't be abusing each other in the comments just because you think someone should be upset or shouldn't be upset. We're all kind of handling this news in our own way. So... Yeah, that'd be nice if we can just be nice to each other for a change. Uh, Ash, thank you for your time as always on, at nine o'clock on a Thursday night as Jack Grealish departs for Man City. And we move on forward, don't we? The show goes on. Come on. It really does. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. Um, we'll be back probably at some point next week now, I'd have thought. We don't have to be constantly on the on the edge for doing a podcast last minute. Uh, we've got Severe on, on Saturday, so let's make it a party, party atmosphere. Everyone back to the park and the season starts next week so thanks very much for tuning in everybody we'll be back soon thank you very much thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please do let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode but until then up the villa up the villa